Hey, what's up? Hey, we good? Yeah. All right, cool. You know, I really appreciate you for taking time out being on my show. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Just making sure my uh, phone doesn't tip over here. Give me one second to get this adjusted. Definitely, definitely. All right, we should be good. All right. So, you know, for the people on my platform that don't know, um, you want to tell them a little bit about what you do? Sure. What's up, everybody? Again, uh, shout out for having me on this evening. Thanks for everybody tuning in. My name is DJ Rachel, and I'm an open format mobile DJ from Connecticut. I do everything from clubs to bars, car shows, weddings. If you need music, I'll be there. That's dope. So you said you're in Connecticut? Yeah, born and raised. Okay, I'm in Connecticut too. Oh, really? Where are you at? Hartford area. Oh, okay. So pretty much all my work up is in Hartford. Um, I'm down near the Danbury area, but there's not much nightlife here. There's not much going on, as you know. So everything is up that way. Um, so I DJ at the Russian Lady, Illicit Brewing. There's a lot of good uh, hot spots up there. So yeah, Hartford's a, a happening happening area. Yeah, that's dope. Cool. So, How have we never connected before this if you're so local? That's so funny. You're like literally right in my backyard. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I kid from the uh, Street Takeover family. Yeah, that's, I know that's how we connected. I'm saying prior to that, yeah. you know, we never bumped into each other, any events or something like that. Well, glad we could actually connect in person. Like I said, you're right in my own backyard, so. Definitely. So um, is it for your brand, is it just you or you got a team? So it's just me. It's uh, me, myself, and I. Now, I'm not going to lie. If I do have a larger event, particularly some of my outdoor stuff, like um, my food truck festivals or like a car show, you know, I do up at Foxwoods or something like that. And I need to bring, you know, the big uh, sound system out, my uh, EV ETX. Um, they're like 90 pound speakers a piece. I'm definitely not lifting those up on a, a speaker pole. So, you know, you solicit uh, help where you can. Um, but if I were to get hit by a car and die, there is no there's no backup talent. Um, you know, I'd have to count on one of my colleagues to help out. So it's it's just me. And I have no desire to ever open up a multi-op. Um, I do not want to manage other DJs. So this is it. <laughs> Dope. So uh, how, how long did you been doing the DJ thing? So I have kind of an interesting story here. And first, I got to say what's up to uh, Fletcher. Um, I know he joined because I see those hearts going up. So, so glad you could be here, Fletcher. Uh, thanks for tuning in. So DJing, how long? Um, the first time I ever did an event was probably about... 17 years ago in terms of running my own business i'd say you know profitable and, and really doing the, the grind about t 10 to 12 years um now how it got started is that kind of where you're going with this you want to hear the the background of this yeah okay it's kind of a crazy story so i never actually wanted to be a dj believe it or not um always worked a full-time job i actually still work a full-time job but my brother was a dj while i was growing up um, so he was around 17 at the time. We're about four years um, apart when he got started. So obviously little sister, you know, always wanted to kind of tag along and, you know, dig in the CD collection and touch everything I'm not supposed to. So I had like a basic idea of, you know, what he did. So anyway, uh, a little bit into his career, um, we woke up one morning to a really loud crash in his bedroom. Uh, my family and I went upstairs to kind of investigate what happened. And we actually found my brother on the floor unconscious okay. uh, we called 911 uh he was rushed off to the icu 
And at the time, we did not know that he had uh, undiagnosed type 1 diabetes. So essentially, he went into DKA, which is a complication if someone has really high blood sugar over a long period of time, and he pretty much went to a coma because of that. So he was actually getting ready uh, to DJ a wedding that day. So here he is getting whisked off to the hospital, um, and now this couple had no DJ, and they also had no idea that they had no DJ. So this was actually um, back before powered speakers. He had a passive bow system and a heavy <laughs> Sirwin Vega sub. I mean, this thing, it was huge. Uh, crates of CDs, uh, there was no GPS. We were just operating off of MapQuest at the time. So I found his printed MapQuest directions. And I said to my dad, because I think at the time I only had like my driver's permit and I was too weak to lift all those heavy amps and stuff, right? I mean, again, before powered speakers, I said, dad, you know, can you help me load in this stuff? Let's go to these people's house, A, to let them know what happened and see if there's something, you know, I can do for them. Um, I wasn't a DJ, but I definitely knew what the play button was. I knew how to put a CD in. Um, and I had a little bit knowledge of his working CD collection simply because I played with it all the time. So we drive to these people's house. I show up, you know, here's like this like kid you know, and this old guy showing up and they're like, who the hell are you people? And I'm like, well, I'm the DJ's little sister. Um, I'm really sorry to say that my brother, your DJ, is literally in the hospital right now. You know, I'm sorry we couldn't get a hold of you. We didn't know how to reach you, but I'm here to do the best I can for you. Um, so if you tell me what I need to know, such as, you know, any special songs I need to play, I'll go dig them out of the CD collection now and, and see what I could do for you. Um, the bride was absolutely destroyed. Uh, she was crying. She was extremely upset. I mean, obviously so. Clearly, most important day of your life. And we all know how important DJs are to that equation. You know, open bar and good music, that's pretty much all you need. And you're now missing 50% of that equation. So I did the best I could that day. I will tell you to this day, it was probably one of the most uh, stressful things of my entire life. But I knew if I could do that, I could do anything. Um, it was not a good gig by any stretch of the imagination, but I was better than nothing. And at least I tried to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Rather than just have her be high and dry with, with nobody. Um, so we didn't get paid. Uh, definitely didn't get a five-star review that day, but it was kind of the start of this kind of epic journey that I've been so blessed to be on. So it was really never my intent to be a DJ. I just kind of got thrown into the fire so to speak just to help out a perfect stranger and my family and just do the right thing so yeah that's great story to get into pretty, pretty, pretty wild right <laughs> how's your brother doing now so he's good you know once you figured out you know what's what was wrong you know you get on the right medicine and insulin all that and he has since retired but i kind of picked up the uh the family legacy and here we are 10 years later and i'm rocking man and i love it it helped. You know, I was kind of a band geek. Uh, I grew up playing the piano, you know, grew up in a very musical household, obviously around him. So it was just a nice per progression. It was really easy for me to pick things up. Um, but never in a million years would I have thought, like, this is where I'd be talking to you, you know, doing the thing. So That's dope. What's um, a couple of things that you haven't done yet that you want to do? Oh, wow. That's a really great question. So I would love to do a destination wedding. Uh, I haven't done one of those where someone, you know, flies me out to, you know, the Bahamas or something. Uh, I've had a couple of 
events in, in the talks with it, but it never came to fruition just because it was just so cost prohibitive. Um, but I would love to do a destination uh, event. And then obviously, you know, like a Las Vegas nightclub, that's also on a bucket list. Yeah. But obviously, man, I've done some pretty cool stuff over the years. Um, I'm dating myself, but I've opened for George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, which is huge to the 70s funk scene. Uh, Disco Queen Gloria Gaynor was super dope. Um, gosh, uh, like I've done food truck festivals with over like 10,000 people there. I got to do a uh, fan experience at MetLife Stadium for the Jets. Like I've done some cool things. So, but I don't care if it's the smallest party or something as epic as that. Like I'm excited to do it all. So, but yeah, uh, th- probably a destination wedding and a Las Vegas nightclub. I would love to do. Yeah, that'd be dope. What's um a couple of new things that you're you're about to do? that you haven't announced yet, if you could talk about it? Oh, new things that I'm about to get involved in. Really nothing, man. I'm just honestly um, <clears throat> recuperating from 2020, right? I had to push so many of my clients, you know, that couldn't celebrate back in 2020. And I'm still playing catch up now with that. Oh, wow. Hold on a sec. I got to grab a, a drink real quick. Um, <clears throat> I had close to 22 events pushed from 2020. And of course, there's only so many weekends and so many venues, right, that can accommodate all of these celebrations that need to get rescheduled. So I actually have things even pushed into 2023 from clients that booked me in 2019. Wow, that's crazy. Like, like, like I feel like some of these people are like literally my family now just because we've been working together for so many years and you know we still touch base you know i still check in you know hey is there anything that's changed with your plans you know they're still adding you know their favorite music and stuff comes out but um but yeah so nothing really crazy like that i'm just trying to still recover from the the pandemic so to speak a lot of my couples just haven't been able to you know celebrate yet yeah that's dope What's up, DJ Pineapple? I appreciate uh, your message here, following along the YouTube channel. Um, you know, that's so kind. And honestly, man, if I do have uh, free time in terms of new projects, I really just want to keep expanding my my YouTube channel. I think one of the biggest complaints on there is that I don't post enough or frequently enough. But some people might not know I actually hold down a full-time job. Um, I'm a corporate security trainer and a Connecticut State EMT. I do the DJ thing on the side, and then I try to make, you know, helpful content for DJs uh, when I can. So I always appreciate the support on on my channel. And if then if there's anything you'd like to see or a product you're interested in, um, you know, feel free to inbox me anytime, and I'll see if I can make that happen for you guys. That's dope. Well, you know, um, I don't want to take too much of your time. I really appreciate you being on my show. Of course. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And another shout out to uh, Mario Taz. Appreciate you checking in, man. Uh, he was one of the first people to give me a spot on a uh, radio station down in Texas. So forever grateful to you, uh, Mario, for that. It was uh, an awesome time. So thanks. Definitely dope. Maybe we could do another interview soon. Absolutely. Anytime, man. Uh, have a great rest of your week. And thanks so much, everybody, tuning in. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks, you too. All right. Peace out. All right. Peace. Thanks. <laughs>